0: Today's selection from Calvert Library's digital collection is The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Now, the wedding night. The lights go out. In an instant, everything is in darkness. The band stop their playing. Inside the tent, the wedding guests squeal and clutch at one another. The light from the candles on the tables only adds to the confusion, sends shadows racing up the canvas walls. It's impossible to see where anyone is or hear what anyone is saying. Above the guests' voices, the wind rises in a frenzy. Outside, a storm is raging. It shrieks around them. It batters the tent. At each assault, the whole structure seems to flex and shudder with a loud groan of metal. The guests cower in alarm. The doors have come free from their ties and flap at the entrance. The flames of the paraffin torches that illuminate the doorway snicker. It feels personal, this storm. It feels as though it has saved all its fury for them. This isn't the first time the electric has shorted, but last time the lights snapped back on within minutes. The guests return to their dancing, their drinking, their pill-popping, their screwing, their eating, their laughing, and forgot it ever happened. How long has it been now? In the dark, it's difficult to tell. A few minutes? 15? 20? They're beginning to feel afraid. This darkness feels somehow ominous, intent, as though anything could be happening beneath its cover. Finally, the bulbs flicker back on, whoops and cheers from the guests. They're embarrassed now about how the lights find them, crouched as though ready to fend off an attack. They laugh it off. They almost manage to convince themselves that they weren't frightened. The scene illuminated in the three adjoining tents should be one of celebration, but it looks more like one of devastation. In the main dining section, clots of wine spatter the laminate floor. A crimson stain spreads across the white linen. Bottles of champagne cluster on every surface, testament to an evening of toasts and celebration. A forlorn pair of silver sandals peeks from beneath a tablecloth. The Irish band begins to play again in the dance tent, a rousing ditty to restore the spirit of celebration. Many of the guests hurry in that direction, eager for some light relief. If you were to look closely at where they step, you might see the marks of where one barefoot guest has trodden in broken glass and left bloody footprints across the laminate, drying to a rusty stain no one notices the other guests drift and gather in the corners of the main tent nebulous as leftover cigarette smoke loath to stay but also loath to step outside its sanctuary while the storm still rages and no one can leave the island not yet the boats can't come until the wind dies down in the center of everything stands the huge cake it has appeared whole and perfect before them for most of the day its train of sugar foliage glintering beneath the lights. But only minutes before the lights went out, the guests gathered around to watch its ceremonial disemboweling. Now the deep red sponge gapes from within. Then from outside comes a new sound. You might almost mistake it for the wind, but it rises in pitch and volume until it's unmistakable. The guests freeze. They stare at one another. They are suddenly afraid again, more so than they were when the lights went out. They all know what they're hearing; it is a scream of terror. If you enjoyed this chapter and are hungry for more, this title is available as an ebook and audiobook on Libby by OverDrive. If you're enjoying Book Bites, please don't forget to follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if there are books or genres you'd like to hear, please let us know via email at calvertlibrarybookbites at gmail.com. Visit calvertlibrary.info for more information, and stay tuned for more Book Bites.